0: Come on, man!
1: What are we talking about?
2: Right, right, right and wrong.
1: Come on, man! What are we talking about?
0: Right, right, right and wrong. Corn pop was a bad dude. Whoa! Corn pop was a bad dude. Whoa! Come on, man!
1: What are we talking about?
0: Right, right, right and wrong.
1: Come on, man! What are we talking about?
2: Right, right,
3: right and Whoa.
1: wrong.
4: Welcome to Right and Wrong. This is the show where we try to wake up the woke by talking common sense about the issues of the day. I'm your host, Brian Ruka, and with me as always over there is my man and yours, producer Juice. He's known uh, on the interwebs as the Truth Box, ladies and gentlemen, because he just loves to spit the truth all day, every day. My man Truth Box, what do you get to say to all the people out there in the right and wrong audience today, brother? Nothing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. No, I don't know, probably a couple hours from now, from when we're doing this, Ryder Cup action, day one, foursomes, right? Not four balls, foursomes. So alternate shot or is that something else?
4: Dude, you're the golf guy. I get confused with the the
3: rules, what's going on. I can catch it when it's on, but. (laughs) Uh, Foursomes tomorrow or, you know, 1 a.m. tonight. Love it. 12.35 in rome um, right rome 10 miles outside of rome love it and then in, in an old coliseum surrounded no i'm kidding <laughs> that <laughs> sounds good clip, stuff i have a clip to get a amp for it it's Oh. i mean okay. i feel like we've we've all seen it but you want a, a quick little pump up yeah absolutely uh, why not all right let's see what we got here
1: goes up over this ridge in the green and then only about four
4: paces to the hole once it's on top of that ridge tough cut to get the speed right on john
3: when it can somehow win this hole the matches are over Was that 99? Yeah, Brookline Country Club with mass holes everywhere. Storm in the love field. it. Love it. Great stuff.
4: Anytime you can have USA versus anybody and we can rally around that, that's in the right column here on the right and wrong show, I
3: suppose, right? Wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. You're uh, not wrong about that. Nope. I love it. And uh, U.S., if you recall, coming off at 19 to 9 victory last year but i think they might get smoked this year Just, you know
4: tough. When's all that? they,
3: they haven't won on european
4: uh soil in what like 20 years or something
3: i think it was like in like yeah six or eight cups so that it, two you wow. only go i don't know they so go to golf channel i'm serious if you want. <laughs> want this coverage
4: this is i love it beautiful. well juice is our resident golf guy so that's why you know i know he's big into this stuff so i'm excited good for it but i don't have every stat
3: ready for you but it get it out hey there, that's all we it. need
4: man you know we yeah. we we use stats when we know what they are when we don't know what they are we improvise here right we're like yeah uh, we'll put it in the comments when we
3: find yeah. out <laughs> like and subscribe <laughs> all, right.
4: all right so
3: Take today's
4: away. episode um you know it's been a while since we've seeing you guys. Sorry about that. We live hectic, busy lives. uh, And, you know, we want to produce good stuff for you guys, not just go through the motions just to get a show out. So hopefully you guys appreciate that. Uh, Sorry to keep you hanging a little bit. But today's theme, we're going to be focusing on the decadence and immaturity that run rampant in today's United States of America. Um, With that in mind, we'll be talking about how a college athlete is trying to sue his university because they didn't respect his mental health issues. Um, we will also go into the Lauren Bobert grope gate story and see what, uh, what we have to say about that. You know, we're going to give you guys a nice lightning round. Those are always fun and we'll wrap the show up with the always fun, always popular. Come on, man. Segment of the day. So, um, you know, with that being said, before we welcome in our man, the nature boy, Rick Flair, I do have to tell you guys, please subscribe to the show. Hit the icons wherever you see them um, YouTube, Rumble. If you're audio only, we're on Apple, Spotify. Uh, like and subscribe. Drop us a comment. I uh, really need that stuff, really helps. And uh, yeah, I guess with that being said, it's time to welcome in our good friend, Mr. Rick Flair, because guess what? It is showtime, baby. Woo! Showtime!
0: Woo! Woo! Woo!
4: Oh, I love it. I love it. Great stuff from Mr. Flair. Um, well, I heard a great homily by a Deacon at church a couple of weeks ago. And the theme, his overall point was that um, to live as a Christian in today's United States of America is extremely difficult. Um, we are surrounded by temptation 24-7, 365. It's a tough, tough place to live. Um, we're always, you know, being pulled in in multiple different different directions. And, um, you know, that's the devil's workplace, Satan's there to lead us down the wrong path. Um, So with that in mind, let's talk about this story from the Republicans version of AOC, Miss Lauren Boebert. And she's not, you know, she's not really AOC level. She's a lot, uh, maybe a hair smarter, Um, definitely doesn't wear the annoying glasses. But She's on our team, so I'll try to try to have her back. I'm sure you guys have all heard by now that she was escorted out of a live performance, a stage version of the show, the movie Beetlejuice, which was her first mistake. Why everybody's making these movies into play musicals and stuff now. ridiculous. Come up with the original idea, please. The movie quite frankly is a little overrated in my opinion to begin with. So she's there with her boyfriend watching the show and lights are out, but she was caught on camera um, vaping. Not the worst decision in the world if you're going to go see something like that. Uh, But she was also getting a little handsy with her boyfriend, Um, you know, literally hands down the pants. He was groping her shirt, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, And they were asked to leave. They were literally kicked out. So not a great look. Um, She's been getting blasted by it. I will give her credit for kind of owning it and apologizing, not trying to, like, make an excuse, just basically, hey, I effed up. She did the old Bradley Cooper at the beginning of the hangover. Look, I effed up. We can't find him. Um, Still doesn't excuse the bad behavior, though. So when these two high schoolers were removed from the play, uh, everybody's been, been killing her. But it made me think about the Bible passage uh that Jesus talked about with the rich man getting into heaven. So what they say in the, you know in the uh, in the Bible, Jesus says it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And we've all I feel like we've all heard that. That's a pretty common you know story. And it leaves you a little discouraged, quite frankly. Uh, and I've always thought about it as money related. And, you know, he says rich man. So obviously. And I always looked at it as, you know, you're not doing enough charity. You're holding on to your money. You have, you know, multiple homes. You have all these, you know, gadgets and toys and stuff. You're not, you know, taking care of the needy and the poor, spreading it. And that's part of it. But this Bobert Bobert story, um, you know, also made me think about when you're rich that comes with a whole new level of temptations. So not only are you called to share, you know, take care of the needy, take care of the sick, take care of, um, you know, the less fortunate, but when you're rich, that comes with temptations that are sexual in nature. Um, Temptations about, you know, excessive partying, um, you know, greed and lust, like, all these types of things and think about that in the context of where we live in the country we live in right now. If you're a famous politician like she is, so many people are throwing themselves in your direction, either for influence, again, sexual, um, power related. So it made me think of that story from the Bible, like in in made me kind of expand and not just think about just money related and Lauren Bobert, I keep messing up her name every time I say it, but her and Marjorie Marjorie Taylor Greene are two people that stand out to me because they're both like, you know, the firebrand, strong um, Republican women right now in Congress. And we love them. They're great. They're brash. They, They stand up for what they believe in. And they throw it in the woke's face, which is awesome. But both of these women have gotten divorced since they became famous politicians. And that makes me think of the temptation that they're under. Like, Marjorie Taylor Green was married for 27 years. And the second you know she becomes famous, she leaves her husband. And that, to me, is like, now you're in D.C. You're being pulled in a million different directions. Everybody's telling you how great you are. Uh, President Trump loves you. You're all over the place, so you're gonna think your 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 stuff don't stink anymore, and you're too good for your husband, your family life, and you leave. And Lauren Bobbert, Bobert,
3: Bobbert, <laughs> she she threw away a 16 year marriage. So I can help with the whole Bobbert Bobert thing. <laughs> what do you got? Remember this Pam Pam Pam. Same situation. Yes,
4: I think it's Bobert. Bobert um and you're 100 right but every time I go to say it I'm in my own head now so um but that's that's pretty much where I'm going with that juice and that is good timing if you want to come back in um but it made me think of of the the temptations we face just as normal me and you normal citizens of the world but now you take these people that are rich famous like they're politicians and our politicians now are becoming Instagram influencers, they're they're famous like you know actors now. Um, Think about actors in Hollywood, how their marriages never last. They they're pulled in a million different directions with sexual temptation. Uh, Musicians, athletes, like all these people with richness with fame comes a whole new level of temptation, and that made me think of that Bible passage, um, and you know look at it in 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 a way I've never looked at it before. So. You see where I'm going with that? What do you think?
3: I see where you're going with that, and it's—I uh, didn't know that it was 27 years married and then immediately divorced. That's a horrible look.
4: For I mean, I don't know, like immediate, but uh, she hasn't been famous for all that long, right? And she,
3: she got divorced like a year and with
1: more.
3: Matt Gate. <laughs> um, but but the other thing is like, okay, like your marriage is strong as long as you're you're miserable and at home together. But if you ever had any yeah. bit of success and you travel in the world doing whatever, then you, like it was never tested. Right.
4: I, I the, mean, the I marriage guess what? I'm saying
3: like, if you're home, miserable, we don't, you know, you don't have any temptation. You're not even going to the, but where's the miserable to... part coming in though. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, uh, 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 okay. I, I
4: wouldn't say no, no, being no. home, happily married. Like, you know, she just, she wasn't tempted before I'm sure <laughs> in a way miserable. that she just got tempted. And, and again, miserable. that's, you know, me and you, we're both happily married. I, I I love my wife. You love your wife. Like we love our kids. But what if our podcast blew up and we all all of a sudden we're all over the place. We became famous. We'd be getting tempted in, in ways that, that we can't really fathom because we're just too nobody. We can't talking. even fathom it. <laughs> we're just like too nobody's talking in our basement. But I would like to think my faith, our, our groundedness would be able to stay in, and hold ourselves. But I, we see it all the, all the time that, that happens to people left and right. And that's why our world is a dangerous world to live in. Right. On. So I don't know. Um, that's kind of the way I thought about that whole story with her and, and the, the silver lining, at least from, from, for her is that she at least kind of owned it in a way, and um, you
3: know, yeah, I, I didn't like. I mean, I, like you said, it's our team, but the the apology, like I thought, you just apologize and you you move on. And let, I mean, you either get yeah. canceled or you can do whatever you want and apologize. Like, oh, yeah, I think it, I mean, as, as apologies go, wasn't that bad? No, not at all. So I'll, I'll definitely said, say that she said it was the first time they dated or whatever. He won't be getting a call back, but that's kind of even <laughs> worse. So, right? Like it, yeah, um, a little.
1: But you um, said, she's not seeing them anymore. I don't
3: know.
4: Yeah. But, like, it, I think it makes it, I think you do have to scrutinize Republicans a little bit more than Democrats when it comes to that, because we are supposed to be the party of the family, like the that that Christian life. Um, so, it is discouraging when a couple of leading members do have divorces and do that type of thing. That's like, that's what I expect AOC to be doing you know what I mean uh, but you know hopefully she learns from it and she can find the right person and, and maybe go from there but um, it's it's more the 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 fame aspect of it for me and you know she is a famous politician so she's definitely um, getting a lot of swipe lefts I guess. I don't know if that's the way to go with it. Left or right or left? I
3: don't
4: know. <laughs> so, all right. No, awesome. You like giggling and stuff. Because I don't, I don't know. I don't know how this Tinder stuff works. I would have said humble have said
3: swipe up because you, uh, okay. you know it's probably left or right. I don't know. Up down.
4: Uh, who knows? But she was swiping something. With that being said, let's move on to uh, the lightning round. You ready for it?
1: Let's do it. All right roll. All
4: right. So here we are, lightning round, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get right to it. What
3: do you think, Juice? Raring to go, brother.
4: I love it. So let's start off. We just talked about her a little bit in the last segment, Miss AOC. Yeah, the huge spectacles, you know. She means business when those bust out. Uh, Unfortunately, she wasn't wearing them here, but uh, a couple weeks ago. Speaking of busting out. (laughs) Oh, she was uh, speaking in New York City and trying to advocate for all these illegal aliens that are flooding the city right now. And thankfully, there's a whole group of people that think uh, correctly, shouting her down. And you can hear them almost louder than her. It's a great clip and she uh, has no answer as always. So Juice, you wanna give us that? Let's go to the clip.
1: With that? and states on increased federal resources to cities and municipalities dealing with this issue. The second is to allow for work authorizations so that the folks in here can get to work and start supporting themselves as soon as possible. They are prevented from getting jobs. They are prevented from employment. And that is part of the strain on our public systems. The faster that folks can access the work that they're asking.
4: I love it. There are three things that should happen. Stay in the right
3: is. row, Sean, sucks. <laughs> Your show sucks, bro. Check the comments.
4: Oh, come on. Don't be heckling me now. Uh, the three things that need to happen. Close the border. Um, build the wall. And deport all of the illegal aliens. Uh, I think that would solve the issue real quick. She's up there. Give them um, work authorization. Let's throw them an iPhone, too. And, uh, you know, we got some housing for them. Yeah, you got an extra room in your house? Bring them in. Bring them right in. Like,
3: what's Crazy. the name said recently? Up in Massachusetts or whatever. Oh, yeah. You got Was it Healy? Sp- yeah, Mara Healy, yeah, the governor.
4: Having somebody in. Oh, you got a spare room up there in Massachusetts? Just like Obama Latinx? opened up his house uh, on Martha's Vineyard for the migrants that got sent. Nope, he didn't do that. He's got a no, big he- mansion on Nantucket right that's where DeSantis sent them
3: yeah he's negative one yeah. for helping and, people and you he didn't it? did nothing you get it no why negative one Nick ne- yeah because he killed that dude or whatever oh What's yeah the album? cook I forgot yeah, 50 about that. Yeah. 50 migrants see ya. yeah yeah, yeah
4: exactly out. he's taking people out instead of taking them in mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that yeah. clip though was God. just great. How great were those people? Close the border, close the border. Great stuff. I
3: heard like show you, show you. You heard that? No, no I made that up. Oh, I love it. But I heard um, a couple of people go ECW, ECW.
4: Sandman comes out ripping a butt.
1: Holy baseball shit, bat!
3: Holy shit.
4: Yeah. <laughs> that would have been great oh man all right
3: um who do we got who do we got next the i have Peter titled chief? as uh, yeah so like you know name these clips on the side so we know what to ball. up this one's called biden shut up so, <laughs> oh yes that tells you okay that's such a nitwit let's see what he had to say short one.
1: in new york and i remember standing there the next day and looking at the building i felt like i was looking through the gates of hell it looked so devastating because the way you could see from where you could stand, Shanksville, Pennsylvania.
4: What a joke! And that was that was in reference to 9/11 uh, and him trying to claim that he was there, Ground Zero on
3: 9/12.
4: I think uh,
3: R.I.P. Bow. I think he perished in the help yeah. Tower. Yeah, Bow. Yeah. Yeah, his son. Of course, right? yeah. He'd, of course, yeah. he'd try to say something like that. That's like he um... was once hit by a uh, a drone, like yeah. a you know, a remote control plane. Well, mm-hmm. The fires he once had a mm-hmm. kitchen fire.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Tries to steal everybody's thunder and make it about himself. Crazy, trying to give us give give remarks on nine eleven and putting himself in the story, acting like he was there when there's records of him being in Washington D.C. at the time. Nowhere near Ground Zero.
3: I remember running towards those towers. What a joke! Not a joke.
4: Is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> it
3: is the worst. static. really. I it's... got. I got one here though. If you're ready to move on. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, it's great. You know, your neck of the woods, not mine, but I love okay. love this guy. Uh, one shout out to Matt Shearer from WBZ. Hilarious. It's a good. X account
0: and nice. um but yeah Demo him follow. interview
3: though this like the not so friendly Boston North End tour and if you don't know the North End you know famous for you know Italian restaurants townies and okay. miserable people like this guy love it uh, so let's check him out.
2: I smoke, I come late, I don't follow traffic lights, I got a couple of little comments that are kind of controversial. And he has a food tour. You want a cannoli, you buy your own damn cannoli. This is Anthony Jezualdi. He runs Boston's politically incorrect food tours with a strict set of rules. Number three, don't be a know-it-all. That's just for New Yorkers. New Yorkers suck when they come on a tour. You show them a bakery... And they can't wait to tell you about a bakery in Long Island. Like I give a about a bakery in Long Island. Just be prepared for anything to come out of his mouth. I don't swear, but I smoke tough if you don't like it. My nickname is Flash, and you hear people yelling, Flash, you suck. Flash, you owe me money. This is how I greet my first guy. They made a sign for me. Oh, he's got He's right there. Hey. What do you think of this guy? He's not very. He's not a nice person. I tell my people to go in here and steal. Is that right, yeah. Anthony? Well, wow. Bobby kind of inherited this place, so he really didn't pay for. So I figured, why should we pay for anything? You <laughs> right. know, Anthony is—he's uh, in line to inherit a couple of buildings here in the North End. Yeah, no, his father didn't. owns two buildings. Yes, says between him and his brother. No, the most I've was... ever seen him smile, honestly, is when he came in, and he says, "Oh, my brother's not feeling well." My grandmother died nine times when I don't want to do a tour. If you're not from here, you might think Anthony sounds pretty miserable. What do you think of the Patriots? Yeah, they suck. I lost money on them. But this is what he'd be doing even if he wasn't getting paid—just walking around the neighborhood and talking. <laughs> You always have when you're young, if you do something you love, you never work a day in your life. Yeah. And I never bought that book for years, like, because work is work, and I'd rather not. In the North End, I'm Matt Shearer. For more with Anthony, ask Alexa to play WBZ News Radio on iHeartRadio. He knows the neighborhood. He's from here his whole life, so. Yeah, that's good. You're, you're
3: brushing right. your teeth? Yeah, I always, I chew on stuff. Yeah. You How are you doing? All right? <coughs>
4: that's incredible
3: they want to tell you about a bakery in long island who gets i love it well how about i don't don't swear swear that much she's like but i smoke and (laughs) every other word was
1: a swear (laughs) hey
3: what about that what about that guy at at the end though with the uh oh you like to chew on things What? what, so yeah
1: you're brushing your teeth yeah i always I chew on
3: stuff Hey. hey, how you doing? All right. <laughs> how you doing? Cool. All right. Oh, at you on stuff. How you doing? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just doing two. I'm just chewing over here. What about you? Hey, Flash, you suck.
4: Flash, Flash. you owe me money. <laughs> Dude, how great was that line, too? Oh, guys. Guy, happiest I've ever seen him when he comes in. Says <laughs> His brother
3: is sick. Because he's in in getting the building. He's in line or to inherit everything. That's kind of what's wrong. Like. Not what's wrong. I mean, great, inherit things, but that whole place is just a money grab. Because oh, they inherit it, and they're dickheads like. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, don't be a don't be a know it all. You know, let's be honest. Like, come on,
4: that guy's just sitting there on what? Like, just just on the fact that he that's going to him at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Like going around doing that for a living, he's not making. That other guy
3: supposedly is a good guy, Bobby from Polkari's.
4: Who this store owner?
3: Yeah. Okay. okay. He's never got anything. So yeah, he's never worked a day in his life. And honestly, I think that's bullshit. (laughs) Remember
4: the guy? Oh, (laughs) if you you do
3: something, he's like, you know, works work. I don't want anything. Yeah.
4: I mean, that might have been the most insightful thing he said, though. Like, I, I, I think people who say that quote, they think very highly of them. So find something you love. You never work a day in your life. Yeah.
3: He's yeah, so not working like, right? a day in his life, dude. He's like hunched over. Kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> looks like he's like coming out of the coal mines.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all these dudes is walking up and down uh, Hanover Street all day long. Yeah. Oh man, how you doing? Was you good? good? You
3: like to chew on stuff? You want to chew on things? Chew on, chew on something. <laughs> all right. Next, getting slightly more serious. Okay. But, uh... This one was the
4: um, Tucker episode from a few weeks back where he had on uh, Larry Sinclair. He's the guy who claimed to have um a couple sexual encounters with Mr. Barack Obama. And the thing that like makes me laugh is I watched this and my first reaction same thing my I'm watching my wife Ashley and she's like come on look at this guy. And yes, 100%. The guy looks like kind of a skeevy druggy guy and his story seems a little outlandish but if he was a guy attacking somebody on our side of the aisle he'd be on msnbc he'd be all over the place they they made a big deal with that crazy lady accusing trump of the rape remember and she's in there naming her cat vagina that clip from jump she vagina. Named her cat
0: vagina
4: vagina um and he's right but they give her all this press. Um, the they Cooper were equally was...
3: attractive, too. <laughs> yeah, Larry exactly. they, We should do that. Let's set that yeah. up, right and wrong. Swipe something. up. Yeah. Swipe
4: up. There Sinclair. you go. Absolutely. Uh, they had the other lady trying to trash Kavanaugh during his hearing. So if you accuse somebody, if you're on the left and you accuse someone on the right of something kind of outlandish, crazy, sexual, um, believe all women. But, you know, you get Me a gay too. guy here claiming to be with Obama, not credible. But there's no. also, like,
3: other stuff. Like, one, let's be honest, like, there's the, you know, all the, the Bathhouse Barry stuff. There's the yeah. memoirs that say, like, I think that's, like, proven true. Like, oh, I know yeah, what you're yeah, that things, he wrote the letter, like, right? Yeah, being like, oh, I imagine myself with dudes.
4: Exactly. That is, yeah. like, that's pretty accepted, I think. Yeah, like, so how is was like, that
3: seems outlandish but
4: is it no exactly when you put all these pieces together and you know not to go down the rabbit hole but when you
3: start seeing some of the things with the that thing in the in nantucket or with <laughs> the paddleboarder no no not the paddleboarder, uh, because uh-huh. he might have found captain winky uh mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> ace ventura right? of yeah, yes of but um when you go down the rabbit hole that the juice box likes to send me down with the michelle michael stuff uh you know you start taking Larry Sinclair a little more credible. So I don't know. Um do you, you, you We haven't even played to the, the clip. I yeah, know that's what I'm to... saying. You want to
3: get to the clip for a sec? All right. Let's see. Right. Yeah. Uh So for me, I felt that it was a game for him. It, it was like, okay, what am I going to get out of it? Or is there something I can get out of it other than just, you know, the sexual part. Right. And Lucky for me, I wasn't going back to Chicago anytime soon, so it really didn't matter.
2: So you were left with a bad taste in your mouth?
3: Something, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's
4: great. That is incredible. Uh, props for Tucker. for,
3: for- Tucker face, like.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And you could tell he was in his glory interviewing this guy. And like I said, I mean, you take a look at the guy, looks like he's got herpes on his lip. Like he was a little, little rough looking, but if he claims the stuff he's claiming though, he's lived a life of, of, you know, promiscuous, homosexual, sexual encounters, multiple, um, you know, <laughs> drinking drugs. Like, I think he might Not look cool. a little rough. When you, when you start getting up there in age like this. So, he looks like he's lived a life. And you gotta hand it to Tucker for his comic delivery with that after the guy's talking about um, performing some oral um, maneuvers oh, on that. Mr. Obama and uh, Tucker hits him with that line. What was it, Juice?
2: With a bad taste in your mouth.
3: There's something. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um. Pretty safe to say uh left Thompson. you with a bad taste in your mouth. Huh? <laughs> and i Thompson. swear he... something. Yeah, a little something. Uh you could see a, a hint of a smirk in his face as he was saying it too. Great job by Tucker.
3: <laughs> like Tucker face It's like
1: what
4: was yeah. to say? Well, safe mm-hmm. to say. Um, so that, you know, say what you want circling back i know we've kind of already touched on it but this guy would have been all over cnn msnbc your mainstream stuff you wouldn't stop hearing about it if this guy claimed to have um, an encounter with um ted cruz or or marco rubio or trump or whoever like if there's a prominent republican they'd love this guy but since it's saint barack obama uh no way
3: all right, one more.
4: Oh, we got hey, my boy. Uh,
3: he got smoked last week, but yeah, he did. He did get smoked last week
4: by Oregon. But uh, Coach Prime is—he uh, was—he was interviewed on uh, sixty minutes. I think that's where this clip came from. But gotta love listening to the guy.
3: What yeah, there's some some good uh good life lessons in here. Love it. Taken away? Yeah, let's do it. At the first team meeting in December, Sanders encouraged players to enter the transfer portal, an open market for athletes to find new schools.
0: I promise you, it's my job to get rid of them.
3: And make room
4: for superior talent he planned to bring in. More than 50 players
0: eventually transferred out.
4: You got here and you didn't pull punches. You told some of these guys.
0: Have I ever? You take a team that's won one game and you fired a whole coaching staff. So who did the coaching staff recruit? The kids. So the kids are just as much to blame as the coaching staff. And I came to the conclusion that a multitude of them couldn't help us get to where we wanted to go. You told most of these guys, the more you jump in, the more room you're gonna make. Those of you we don't run off, we're gonna try to make you quit. Yeah. You made it very clear. Yeah. Now, if you went for that, if you was, were able to let words run you off, you ain't for us because we're old school staff. We coach hard. We coach tough. We're disciplinarians. So if you're allowing verbiage to run you off because you don't feel secure with your ability, you ain't for us. If some kid said, you know what, no, I'm staying. You're not going to run me off with your words. Right. Stay. So Prove it. I- I'm sure that you're... Straight talk was appreciated by some. But is is this scorched earth policy good for for college football or for the kids? I think truth is good for kids. We're so busy lying, we don't even recognize the truth no more in in society. We want everybody to feel good. That's not not the way life is. Now, it is my job to make sure I have what we need to win. That makes a lot of people feel good. Winning does.
4: I got to push back on it. Wow. Like... Can we just translate everything he said and put
3: it into like our society right now? Truth, baby. The term. Yeah, that end bit was great. We, we can't even yeah. recognize truth anymore because we're too busy doing whatever. Seriously. And we've touched on it plenty of times on the show here,
4: but not enough people get told no. Like, and he's coming in. No, you're not good enough. No, you're you not going to make my team. And I love the point he made about words and stuff too, because our whole society is PC policed, like based on words, like, you know, remove you from the internet because you're harsh words. Um, no, words should never hurt anybody like that. Like if someone says something stupid to you, let them be the idiot. And he's like, yeah, whatever. If we say that and, and that's going to scare you off, get you out of the school, you're not a good enough player. You're not
3: going to last anyways.
4: Like, let me tell you, you stink and show me that you don't.
3: And make yeah, dude, he's like trying me. to make everybody into a Rudy, bro. Yes, exactly. Right? Uh-huh. Rudy wouldn't have been like, Oh, you're not that great. Why don't you hit the shower? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How many times I get there told and done suicides? Yeah. You don't
4: think so, Coach? Yeah. And that's like the, the everybody gets a trophy culture that we've morphed into over the last 30 years. Um, and you they can't handle that type of stuff. And I, I just love the mindset. Um, say what you want about the guy. Excuse me. I know that he just uh, lost last week, but you know, teams three and one. They they there's an energy there. Like he's just he's a great coach, but he also seems like he's a great molder of men. And especially in college, I think that art form is lost with some of these coaches these days. And and we could use that just
3: overall in society for us. You uh, can I give my last thoughts on it?
4: Yes, please, please. You
3: see you seen him uh, his rank rank his children on a tweet or whatever on an X thing, and like did the no. app for each number one at, You know this was before they got smoked by Oregon. Yeah, but, like Sch- Scherer, whatever his name is, right? The quarterback. Yeah, and then like um, his four other children in order. And no, then, he like, didn't. They went, they went to him on I don't know if it was you know, everybody has one of these game day things. So whichever, I don't know if he was game day last week or was the other Fox one, but he he like backed it up. He's like, yep, you know, he's like, this one, if I died, he's just looking for the, you know, this one will help me out. That's incredible. Yeah, top five. So I don't know. He's playing playing the same
4: games within the family. (laughs) Like, mm-hmm. all right, oh, you're not yeah. ranked
3: number one? Get back. So we got five We got five kids here, dude. There's <laughs> plenty of room. There's plenty of room. The dinner table, however, is only five seats, but there's seven of us.
4: Yep, yep. Oh, so I love jump it. Jump
3: in and make some space.
4: Come in fifth, you're relegated to the kids' table. Like,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> great stuff. Well, it'll probably be easier. That other one's watching game film now, the quarterback. Cheers. Yeah, dude, he's, he's good, though. I like him. Yeah, no, it's fine. All right. Segment two coming your way. Let's do it. All right. (laughs) See you then, or I'll see you one another
1: time. Can't wait.
4: All right, so this next story here is the uh, mental health issue that I spoke about in the uh, opening, and this one uh, took place at Ole Miss, the University of Mississippi. The Rebels, I believe they're called, Uh, and my boy, head coach, Mr. Lane Kiffin. Got to love Lane Kiffin, offensive genius. And this story involves the player – by the name of DeSanto Rollins, and he was a defensive tackle um, at the team, on the team, and he's suing the school now because he was allegedly kicked off the team for having a mental health issue. And the story that I'm going to read from here for you guys comes from profootballtalk.com, and Rollins, uh claimed that He had multiple injuries that caused a severe depression. The death of his grandmother in January of 2023 contributed to his depression, per his lawsuit. Uh, On February 27th, 2023, Kiffin, who's the head coach, allegedly informed Rollins he would move from defensive tackle, which is, um, you know, big fat guy right in the middle of the defense... And he was going to now be on the scout team offensive line. So what that means is he'd be moving him from defense, putting him on offensive line. And the scout team is basically like your B version of your team that their job is to pretend to be the other team all week long during practice so that your real team, your starters, the guys who are going to be in the game, have a chance to play against like the plays they expect the other team to do so it's definitely a demotion and a change of position for the guy uh and you know seems to be because he wasn't that good and rollins the player declined to enter the transfer portal which is basically like that Dion thing we just did coach prime where he told all his team hey you're not good enough to be on my team right now There's the door. You can go transfer and go play at a different school if you want. Uh, Plain and simple. So this option was available for Rollins. He didn't want to do that. And he sought a mental health break. Now, during his mental health break, uh, DeSanto's Rollins declined to meet with Coach Kiffin until March 21st of 2023. And at that time, Rollins made a legal recording of his meeting with the coach without Coach Kiffin's um, knowledge. And I'm going to read from the story here where it quotes the transaction or interaction that took place between Coach Lane Kiffin and um, mental health uh, underperforming player DeSanto Rollins. So, quote, from Kiffin. Okay, you have an effing head coach. This is a job. Guess what? If I have a mental issue... I'm not diminishing them. I can't not see my effing boss, though. When you were told again and again that the head coach needs to see you, wasn't to make you practice, wasn't to make you play a position you don't effing want to. It was to talk to you and explain to you in the real world, okay? So that's what Kiffin's saying to him during this conversation. He's saying... You're having a mental issues. You gotta go see your boss and tell him at least. You um, you know, you don't want to play, you don't want to practice. Your head coach needs to see you. He's not gonna make you practice, he's not making you play a different position, but he needs to see you to figure out what the hell's going on here. That's what Kiffin's trying to say. Um, so back to back to Kiffin talking to the kid. Quote. So I don't give a F what your mom says, okay? Or what you think in real effing world. You show up to work and then you say, hey, I have a mental issue. I can't do anything for two weeks. But if you change my position, I won't have these mental issues. I guarantee if we effing called you in and said you're playing defense, would you have mental issues
3: still? I definitely and- would.
4: <laughs> Thank
3: you. Said wrong. Uh,
4: Yes, that is what Rollins said. He also said, I mean, you're acting like my issues aren't real, coach. To that, Kiffin continued to say, quote, I didn't say they're not real. You show up when your head, when your boss wants to meet you. It wouldn't have been like this if you would have come here when you kept getting messages that the head coach wants to talk to you. You say, I'm not ready to talk to him. I wasn't says our What effing world do you live in? I don't
3: see why you have to be disrespectful, honestly.
4: Get out of here. Go. You're off the team. You're done. See ya. Go. And guess what? You can kick. We can kick you off the team. So go read your effing e- rights about mental health. We can kick you off the team for not showing up. When your head coach asks to meet with you and you don't show up for weeks, we can remove you from our team. It's called being a. Huh. It's called hiding behind sh- and not showing up to work. End quote. Um, I know people are gonna try to try to get on Kiffin for that. But honestly, we just did the the lightning round, had Coach Prime um being pretty harsh with his words to his players too, and telling them, go ahead, you're done then. And this is like kind of the going back to the theme of the episode with our immaturity and our um decadence decadence in society these days. And it's like you're a college athlete, division one on scholarship to go play on the football team and you just don't show up, you just blow off the coach. um, He has every right to boot you off the team. And yeah, I mean, what are you going to say? He swore there. He said effing, you're off the effing team. You're effing coach, like this, that, and the other thing. I don't give a shit. Like, you know, Um, whatever. That's the way football coaches talk, man. And that's the way grown ass men talk at times. And this guy uh, <laughs> thank you. I think I think uh you, it's it's pretty clear what Kiffin thinks of the whole situation. He thinks that they demoted the player, moved him to a different position, gave him less playing time, put him on the scout team and then the kid decided to have mental issues. Seems pretty clear that that's that's how Kiffin views the situation uh and you know, I, I'm not involved in it. You're not either, Juice So it's it's anybody's guess, and where we speculate, but um, it seems like a reasonable assumption, at least. And my problem with the story and the reason I wanted to talk about it is, it it, it speaks more to to the overall mindset of people in today's world, and just just weak, immature, um, not willing to to persevere and to work harder and to push through when, when you face adversity. And I hate the mental health stuff. It's so easy to hide behind that. And that's not to say people don't have real mental health issues, but I would say maybe 20% of people that claim to have mental health issues are probably like real ones. And the other 80, are just <laughs> people, You know, using it as a crutch at times or or hiding behind it. Um, my numbers might be off there. You might think it's different, maybe it's 50-50, but there's definitely a good amount of people that that hide behind that. And you know, you faced adversity in your life. I have in mind. I haven't always handled things great. I've I've blown off work and jobs before in my younger years. I can understand where the kid would come from, but the solution isn't to tell him he's in the right and now allow him to sue the school. It's like, no, like get a healthy dose of reality. You don't have a job anymore, kid. You lost your scholarship. You're not on the team, whatever. Um, You know, what do you think?
3: No, look, I mean, at the end of the day, it is, we should be telling people it's okay to talk about, do, you know, tell people you have a mental issue or whatever, but like, you don't get your spot on the team like it's not like it's same as if you you know tore the acl like dude someone else might prove that like you can't be oh head had a mental health you can't demote me or, or do this you know yeah. great talk about it figure it out help yourself tell people don't fight it alone but like you're not going to still be the starting whatever
4: exactly that's a great this, point this is my um,
3: take of it
4: yeah no and it's a, it's a good point like it's like we can we can give you some resources, we can be there to support you. I like I like what you said there. Um, but it, it it doesn't mean the world the rest of the world stops and waits for you either. Yeah, yeah.
3: We need a tackle or a guard and we still have a team to field. Exactly. On the thing, on the side, great, let's let's help you get figured out. Yeah. But like you it's to the school. And it seems like to you me, didn't come because of mental health issues. Like yeah. it doesn't work like that. If you, and it seems, again, it's not the same as the broken leg and the head maybe, but like, you can't just be like, oh, I didn't show up to the meeting because my doctor had the broken leg. No, it, you still show up exactly. to the meeting. And that seems to be what like pissed off Kiffin the most too, is just like, just
4: don't respond. Like, don't like, like if you're having your mental health issue, episode, whatever, like you got to at least like tell them about it to use your example of like the broken leg the torn acl like that's clear and obvious like okay towards acl now it's like all right maybe rehab you might see them or like like you're not expecting them to show up and be there yeah. this guy just yeah. To practice. yeah
3: but- <laughs> yeah because so. it, it it definitely requires responding to a text hey i'm going through a bunch happy to meet you privately you mm-hmm. know like to tell you what's happening exactly you can't just not you can't just not and you definitely don't even if you are going through through something you don't keep the position like the business has to go on yes give you a leave like in traditional you know corporate world you can get a leave you know you'll Um, have a a spot at the company but like oh you're not the director of that business unit anymore
4: Mm -hmm. you know yeah so yeah the world has to go on the rest of everybody else has to still you know this guy Mm -hmm. because Cause you know what, like say what you want about the coach. Like again, I know he's, he makes a lot of money. He's in a big spot, but he's facing pressure too. If he he goes out and has a has a three and ten season, he might get fired. Like and it's he has to field a football team still. Like so, I don't know that that one just aggravated me. And I know the way the world is right now. Uh, most people are going to take the side of the player in that,
1: oh, he's having a mental health Well, issue. like, remember, what's,
3: what's her name? Oh, the, the Olympic girl? Dominique Dawes? <laughs> that's the Was old that school one. No, it's oh, that's yeah, the one from, like, that there, 96 bro. team.
4: She would have went out there. She definitely would have went out there. The well, one you know, you're talking about, Simone girl? Biles. Oh, yeah,
3: right? yeah. Yeah,
4: and she just walked away from the Olympics.
3: Like, crazy. Yeah, like, team people. Teammates relying on you, and this. Yeah. Sometimes, you know. Yeah. Like.
4: And they they all thought she was courageous for doing that. No,
3: no, she put probably... yeah, her and Leah Thomas on the front page of the Sports <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, strong heroic women, both of them. uh crazy. So yeah, great point. Great point. Um, all right, that's kind of all I had on that. Do you have anything else to add to this story?
3: No, I'm right. I there's something hilarious teed up for the last segment yeah
0: come on man let's do it ready
3: for that
4: stick around because uh we're bringing
1: you our
0: come on man
1: segment of the day next
4: All right. Thank you all for uh, being patient with us. We, um, uh,
3: what? Oh, Oh, I forgot. I think juice was, sorry. What? Can you hear me?
4: No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was getting in my earpiece. Sorry that, uh, you wanted to, you wanted to, to bring the big big news.
3: Can we say this yet? I'm not sure, but, uh, this come on man is is brought to you by Bucky's. Exit 148, you know, 140 miles to your next Bucky's. Great place. Love it. Um, great, great sandwiches. Looks like and, great uh, gear,
4: too. I like that hat.
3: Great gear. Yep. And uh, honestly, great pay for employees. Gen- I saw a thing out front of the store the other day general manager, or store manager, six figures, 100 to 150K, you know, Ooh. 20 bucks just off the deck, you know, per hour like so, it like it know, shout out to bucky's thanks for the shout hat out, and Buc-y's. mug thank you appreciate the hat and mug perfect so
4: this segment brought to you by bucky's is called our
1: come on man
4: segment of the day you long time listeners out there you guys know the deal this is the uh time of the show where we find a clip or somebody saying something doing something so ridiculous so absurd that even though we're going to make fun of them here for a few minutes, uh, there's really not much else we can say about them except, come on, man. So let's get right to it, Juice. We have a uh, another one of these crazy, crazy people out there trying to come for our children. And this person here uh, is named Lynn's Amir, and she is a writer for uh, Nickelodeon's Paw Patrol spinoff show called Rubble and Crew. If you're anybody who has a child younger than 15 years old or something at this point, Juice, you've definitely seen or heard uh, Paw Patrol before. My kids have kind of grown out of it, thankfully, but they did used to watch it. Um, You know, a bunch of dogs. One's a cop. One's a firefighter. This, that, and the other thing. They're always going on adventures. It's kind of silly, whatever, but it's a huge show. Very popular Nickelodeon show. And this person got hired to be a writer on their spinoff series. And the show, um, because of this writer creating this part, features a non-binary character who rides around in a skateboard and wears sneakers that are the trans color. Um, You know, baby blue, purple, uh, pink, or whatever, laces. So the subtle messaging... Is right there for you, and that's geared towards like five year old children, um, little kids. And why don't we, I guess, go to this person's YouTube page and find out what they're all about, what they believe? And this is the person creating content geared towards your children to watch. Um, she has her own YouTube channel called Queer Kids Stuff, and this uh clip that we're going to show you. It's gone kind of viral because, uh, you know, whatever, it's been making the rounds. But we could have picked a million different clips from this person's page. But uh, this one is the one we went with. Juice, you want to give it to us?
3: Yeah, it's great. I'm going to give it to you, but I'm going to cut it like halfway through. It's kind of the same thing throughout. Okay. But uh, here goes your Bucky's, come on, man, segment of the day.
1: Ready, Lynn's. All right. Are you ready to sing this book? Okay, sing along with me at home, all right? If you're a drag queen and you know it, blow a kiss. If you're a drag queen and you know it, blow a kiss. If you're a drag queen and you know it and you really want to show, if you're a drag queen and you know it, blow a kiss. All right, the next one is Strike a Pose, okay? if you're a drag queen and you know it strike a pose if you're a drag queen and you know it strike a pose if you're a drag queen and you know it and you really want to show if you're a drag queen and you know it strike a pose <laughs> nice poses everyone! All right the next one is say ta If you're a drag queen and you know it say ta da! If you're a drag queen and you know it, say, ta-da, ta-da! If you're a drag queen and you know it, and you really want to show, if you're a drag queen and you know it, say, ta-da, ta-da! All right. Oh, my goodness. This next one. Okay. Is everybody ready for it? If you're a drag queen and you know it, do a three. Oh, my goodness. Blow a kiss. Strike a pose.
4: (laughs) What? That's like it, it's infuriating. It, it really is. Like it, it, that stuff makes my blood boil. It's it makes me think of the thing we played a while back um during the march in uh in I think it was New York, right? Where they chanted, "We're coming for your kids. We're coming for your kids.
3: We're here. We're here. We're coming for your children or something." Exactly. A long way from um, what
4: we do in the privacy of our bedroom is our own thing, right? I don't think many people have a problem with that, but when you start broadcasting, advertising, messaging to little children like that, encouraging them to be a drag queen, like what what is a drag queen, Juice? What what do you think of for just
3: drag queen? Like, I mean, off the top of my head, I feel like one, it's sexualized. At least 100%. you know woman it's face.
0: Overly woman's dramatic,
3: face. pretending yep. to be a woman. Woman. Yeah. And then if we're doing that, oh, the non binaries. So why are we do like why is the male pretending to be a I don't know, but it's definitely sexual stuff that it's if 100%. you're a drag queen and you know it, Like it's like I'm completely anti drag queen story hour, but you could at least get away with hey, we're not telling you to be a drag queen. Yeah, they're telling
4: you to be a drag queen. Literally be one. Not just listen to a story from one. Now you go ahead and be one. Ta-da. Um, ugh, like, get back to encouraging kids to be firefighters and, and cops and cops and robbers. Uh, play cowboys and Indians. Now these people are telling you, go play drag queen? <laughs> like, go play drag queen and uh, Larry Sinclair? <laughs> like, what, what are we doing here? And like you can't like emphasize it enough that somebody like that is creating the content on a television show that's going to be geared towards your children. So her YouTube page that we showed you, that's explicit. That's out in the open for you to see. Do not, and do see not
3: like and subscribe. Do not like and subscribe.
4: Please do not like and subscribe to that. But you you know what you're getting with that and you can see it. It's obvious. It's It's right in front of your face. But when you tune into the show and you're the parent barely paying attention because it's a a terrible children's show, but, you know, your kid's not busting your chops for a few minutes, you put something on, you know, whatever, get a little bit of a break. That's the person who's creating the content for them to watch. And they're not going to be as obvious as they are with her own specific YouTube channel there that we showed you, but... She's gonna be littering that thing with, with subliminal messaging, um, you know, geared towards turning your child um either gay, queer, bi, non-binary, or at the very least, tolerant, accepting, in in
3: in encouraging <laughs> of that primary. I thought you were think trinary. I thought you were gonna think... <laughs> maybe I did, <laughs> but. That,
4: that's the goal there is they want at least kids at four, five, six years old to be surrounded with this stuff, to deal with it within their stories, the the, the, the stuff they show them, uh, so that they grow into 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds that have just been surrounded with this their whole life. So now they don't think twice when they see a drag queen story hour um, for their children. They they just are used to it at that point. And that's what they're hoping. That's what they're hoping. Willing to deal with the pushback from people like us now, because eventually we're going to die out, and they want to replace it with this, you know, new crop, new crop <laughs> of children that are growing up, and and they want them to to be accepting of it and and normalize this disgusting, uh, perverse, um, sexual deviance. <laughs> Deviant <laughs> DVNC. behavior Deviant uh, uh, c- c- That c- made c-
3: me c- think about uh, One, we might have just lost our first Sponsor
4: Uh oh I feel like Bucs would be on board yeah, with this
3: Yeah Uh, But It uh, reminds me of when Coach Brian was like We are disciplinarians <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> Do that? Yeah. We're disciplined. I love it. it. I love it. Um, No, that was scary. And you covered it for me. Any final thoughts? No, I mean, just just
4: be careful. Um, It's easier said than done. Uh, I know. Believe me, I don't. I'm not the greatest screener of every single thing my kids are consuming. uh, But just be aware that this stuff's out there please um it, it's scary it's dangerous and and it's just why are you trying to make these kids grow up sooner than they need to uh let them be kids man and this stuff is just disgusting it, it's it's weird it's um it needs to be pushed back against and they need normal regular people like us to, to say enough is enough. And hopefully us showing you guys that uh, talking about it will give you a little bit of more um, understanding courage to, to kind of push back against it too, because it's not easy to do. Um, And, and I don't know, I guess that's all I have to say on it too, but it's, uh, it's just scary and, and be aware of it and please push back against it. I love it. Well, thank you, Buck, for uh sponsoring the segment. Uh love that.
3: Great to have. Oh, hold on. It reminds me of uh, you know, when like Garth has like the Pepsi hat on and they're like yeah, eating yeah. Doritos and then like well has a real two of head. these. Mm-hmm. The aspirin. <laughs> yeah. That's great stuff. Cause Noah's anybody our... shout out to Noah's Arcade. Oh, we're hip, we're
4: cool, we're Noah's Arcade. Uh, anybody who's followed the show long enough knows that that is uh, basically what I hope and think that this show will be. It's a podcast version of Wayne's World, <laughs> brought to you by Noah's Arcade. So, and Bucky's, and uh that'll do it, I guess. Juice, anything else? uh that's it from me. I love it. Well, thanks, guys. Happy to be back. Hopefully, we'll get a new EP out um quicker than we did on this one. And until that time. Thanks Thanks for having having us. us. Thank you. (laughs) The Right and Wrong Show is produced by Juice. Executive producer, Juice. Audio mixer is Juice. Hair by Skull Shavers. Wardrobe and makeup by Ashley Ruka. Right and Wrong Song created by Juice. The Right and Wrong Show is copyright 2022 from Brian Ruka.